Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday where we talk about audio and hi-fi related themes. If you have any requests for a future episode, send us an email, T-O-T-L at abyssheadphones.com. Last night, I got an email from Eleven Audio, and they are saying uh, that they're trying to finalize the, a K, what's going to be called the KDAC. It's going to be about half the price of the Sagra. It's supposedly still going to be R2R c- configuration, and uh, so anyway, looking forward to that. I don't know when it's going to be available, but that brought us on a path thinking, you know, we've never really done like a system tier list where we're like, let's talk about a, what package to put together for each of our headphones. Yep. You know, we've we've talked that we did a we did an amplifier tier list, which we'll link to, uh, in this you know in this yeah, individual video. components. Yeah, right. We, so we talked and we did, we did talk a little bit about the sound of each one and what it relates to in terms of our headphones, but we never really talk about. And you know, I get I get phone calls and emails. We get phone calls and emails all the time, um, and uh, where people want to know it's what I need to buy. So let's cover that. So this one, I guess we we're going to try to keep most mostly for the upper echelon of stuff. We'll, we'll probably do a budget video, I guess, later. Yeah, so I think we're going to do like mid-tier and up in this video. Uh, then we'll try to do a lower-cost component one when you're trying to buy a very expensive headphone but run it on a little lower-cost gear. We'll do a video for that in the future. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. Start from the top. Yeah. So yeah. so I guess we'll start with our lower-end headphone, which is the <laughs> it's just a lot of most people's upper-end headphone, but our Diana V2. And um, what electronics we'll recommend with that? Yeah, so the V2, it being our entry-level headphone, we designed it more or less to work well with most music. So it doesn't need an ultra-resolving system to sound its best, which um, actually can be a pretty big advantage. Most people don't really understand this, but a lot of times your recordings aren't always spectacular. And having a system that's a bit more forgiving that makes not spectacular recordings sound great uh, most people find desirable, especially in the lower cost where your gear isn't perfection, it's just good. So for this, we like a system that's a little warmer and uh, a little bit more forgiving. Um, the DAC we're going to recommend with this is going to be the 11 Audio KDAC. Um, it's designed to work with our products, and we expect that it'll deliver in that price point category. But Even though it's not available yet, mm-hmm. that yeah. would be where I would go. Based on all our yeah. initial uh, uh, understandings, that seems to be the, the play. Yeah. We'll have a video about it, of course, when we get one of these in here. And the amp with that, uh, I think we're going to have to go with the 11 Audio Broadway. Balanced. It's, yes, not the S model. It's not powerful enough to really drive something like a V2 Where the Broadway, like, because it's fully balanced, it's twice as much power as the S. Yeah, the full-size Broadway, balanced, really great sound signature, nice and warm. Most people find it very pleasing. Um, You could really throw a whole range of music through that thing, and it sounds great. Yeah. I prefer the word smooth than warm. It's not really a warm amp. It's detailed. It's got excellent bass response. Mm. Warm, warm. The problem with warm is people think like you know tube gear, the old tube gear. Mm. And stuff okay, like that. yeah. They think they, the tubes are glowing yeah. and everything's warm. Yeah, it doesn't warm. sound like a tube. Yeah, no, it's pretty friggin'. It's pretty detailed, but it does. It doesn't go. Well, I mean, warm in like the comforting kind of. Yeah, sense. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it's comforting. got such amazing bottom end response 
that you might you know compared to other amps that sound lean and bright yeah. this thing's full full out so it's a you know yeah, it's more it's, of a it sounds power more powerful than the numbers which you suggest. yeah right you look at the sample go jesus how does it do that it's got an appealing form factor nice fits on a desk easy um it's got all the features you want it's got good volume and gain it does a, a really great job it's got a very desirable sound signature and it sounds more or less uh, similar to the top-end flagship stuff from other companies. You know, that, and we've sold a lot of them with the V2, so we know people, everybody's never heard a complaint. People are like, whoa, this is nice. Well, so, and they're both designed to work together, so yeah. it'll it'll match just like this stack. They'll be the same width, so. Yeah, the new, <laughs> yeah, the new K-DAC, I guess, will be yeah. a similar for, form factor as the uh, as the Broadway balanced, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good package. Fits well together. The price points are pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean, for the high end at least. <laughs> yes, I mean it's not it's inexpensive. Not inexpensive, but, but it's yeah. But I mean, you're probably averaging. You're going to be a little over the cost. The electronics with the DAC and the amp, you're probably going to be, you know, a little over the price of the headphone. You know, so that's not crazy for no, for a system that, for a system of that performance level. So, well, we're assuming. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. But we time. know we know Michael, and we know yeah. what kind of designer is. So he's not. You know, it won't be a saga, but it'll it'll be close enough where you know it's going to be a nice nice entry system for that. Well, maybe not quite entry, but <laughs> well, yeah, not not entry. Yeah, kind of the value DAC is kind of always the hard bargain. It seems to be really hard to find a DAC in like the five hundred to fifteen hundred dollar type of range that performs exceptional the performance Very. better than the rest everything else is kind of just like they're all right yeah but there's nothing really special or stand out yeah which is why we have a hard time trying to do a, a deck tier list video because it's like wow yeah we kind of talked there's about the decks we like really. and, yeah and then so we, we don't like talking about things we don't like well i mean technically know. there are a ton of options but there are a ton, <laughs> yeah most well, of which we haven't tried none of which are super affordable so if yeah. you want to get like a 500 hundred dollar DAC and then a two thousand dollar DAC and a ten thousand dollar DAC. You really can't do that that well. Uh, there's there's really one or two DACs that we really like, and, that's and then it goes into it. the and then it goes into the stratosphere, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We don't even get into that. Yeah, right. Well, we will in this video because uh, top shelves. We're going to do one top shelf there. system. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the next one we got to do then is the Diana Phi, which is our next up model, which offers a bit more resolution, more space than the V2, and of course, with that becomes it makes it more particular as to the electronics because now it's looking for you know it's looking for really nice stuff you know nicer i shouldn't say really nice but it's a bit more finicky and I, a number of people have mentioned that in the past and it's not it's not that it's a bright headphone or anything it's just that it, it's got more resolution than the v2 and it was purposely designed to go with it's it's basically a step down from the big guy like the 1266 so it's purposely made to go with really nice electronics for people that don't want to wear a 1266 or to go on portable. So it's anyway. an unusual headphone. It's pretty much a flagship headphone in a small and light package. And so when you look at it, you assume, well, I could probably drive this on more affordable gear. And you can, but for the most part, the V2 is better suited for that. Yeah. The DynaFi is really tailored towards pretty high end gear because it's very resolving. And that actually can be a demerit if you don't have high end gear because you'll hear the less than refined nature of your hardware yeah and that goes for the music too i mean if you're listening to stuff that's a bit rough you know it it actually helps it to have better gear that's a bit smoother and doesn't have you know a bite to it refined yeah you don't want edge edginess in the electronics beating against the edginess in your recordings and then throw it into a high-res 
headphone. It's just a bad combination. So again, what we taught, what we're discussing here is really, really good systems. And you can mix and match these too a little bit. You can go, you know, there's other options, but this is what we would typically recommend. Yeah, this recommend. is a reasonable configuration. Yeah, we and suspect. if we're going to step through a couple configurations, this is what we would normally go. Well, on to uh, the middle child here, uh, Diana Fi. Um, so we would uh, recommend stepping up to the Sagra as the DAC. Uh, Assuming it'll have more from having yet again not hearing the new KDAC, you know, but it should have more resolution. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to have. I mean, it's got a really beefy power supply, and it's a yeah, it's top shelf DAC. I mean, we use this DAC with everything. It should pair well with the it, well. We know it pairs well with the Diana Phi. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, it 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 allows the uh, the uh, Sagra to sing you know the gsx mini yeah. uh it, it it's not a hindrance it's, it's very transparent amp and uh let's hear right to the source and uh if your source is good it'll <laughs> yeah, let yeah you do I, that. the nice thing about the gsx mini too is it's um it again it's not over the top resolution but it's really good it's got good clarity it's got a good sense of space and you combine that with the sagra which is smooth yet detailed and very quiet background and the D file just sing off of that because the Diana Phi is, you know, it's it, it's giving you all that resolution, but you're not going over the top on any component, so you could play a lot of genres and stuff on it, right? So um, it's a good combination. So, yeah, they yeah. all they all play off each other very well. Yeah, totally. So I would go agree to Sagra Doc, uh, GSX Mini, and a D, Diana Phi, and you could you could mix and match on the uh, on the amp. You could go the Broadway Balance too. The cool. Broadway Balance is very good with well, the you D5. Even go with a formula S if all you're adding sure. you want to do. Yeah. So the Diana Phi, I think, is in that sense a bit more forgiving on the amp because you could get away with most any high end amp. Uh, the trouble is it does need to be high end. So the DAC, I think, is more critical on that one. But we know the Sagra runs really great for D5. That's definitely a recommendation. Yeah, it's almost like a minimum. But pretty much any high end amplifier does a good job. Um, I do think the Formula S, the Broadway, GSX Mini, or even the HPA4 do a, a really nice job on that headphone. Yeah, the, the HP4, like, I found it to be better with a 1266 for some reason than a Diana Phi, but mm-hmm. we've also had people use HP4 on Diana Phi and really like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's where, it depends on where you are, where you're coming from, you know, the type what of you're music. listening to. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a classic rock kind of amp, yeah. which is probably what you're listening yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, it's a really more, yeah. it's, it's not clinical, but it's a clean sounding amp. Yeah. It's, they, a lot of people consider it to be very neutral. And people who are in that signature that like that signature, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's definitely a good amp. But I think that yeah. one I'd throw more toward a 1266 than a Diana 5 for, for just, just because it just tilts toward wanting a the bigger headphone where we could span it out and you know fill out the bass a bit more. The 1266 is a little more adjustable for the amp where the Diana Phi is pretty much going to be put it on your head and that's what it is, you know. But so that's just the way I'm. Uh, as with anything, it's taste. Yeah, it yeah. totally depends. I guess I like that. I, I like I like it better comboed with the 1266 because you can adjust the 1266 for the electronics a bit, you know, where the where the Diana series aren't so much made for that. But anyway, it's just, just yeah. my opinion and yeah. trying, trying a few of them. But I yeah. think it works pretty well with yeah. D5. It, but it does. It's a very good amp. You know, it's something we recommend with 1266. So, which yeah. brings us to the next kit, which would be the 1266, the AB1266TC, yep. and the light version. Yeah, we're going to have to have two packages for this one. Yeah. So we'll have like a entry-level 1266, so to speak, and then the 
gold standard 1266 package. <laughs> the all out. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, if you want to just put this together and be done with it, type thing. Pretty much, yeah. And you got some bling to spend, but yeah. There's pretty big variances in the cost of this hardware. Uh, yeah, we're gonna really double down twice here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. So 1266. People may be aware it's a pretty high-end headphone, and as a result, naturally you'd kind of want to pair it with high-end gear. So this one, we're kind of looking to start off at very, very good gear. Uh, the entry-level package is going to have to have some really nice stuff for it to really sing well. Otherwise, you're kind of better off going with a lower-end headphone and getting better gear then. Um, but for 1266, what's our recommended minimum package? Well, we for solid state, we do love the 11 audio. Uh, yeah. Of course. But of course. Formula S. Yeah, Formula S was, des- was designed for the 1266. And um, so, you know, it's got the proper current, proper voltage gain. It's just set up for that. It was designed for it. Yeah. Full class A. (laughs) It's a good good amp. So, yeah, that would be definitely the amp go-to amp. And if you wanted to, you can get the power man to go with it. Yeah. Not a requirement. Yeah. It's upgradable, too. So as an Mm -hmm. upgrade path, you can actually get an external power supply for it. But with the light package, we don't need to go there right now. But it can happen. A lot of people do that. A lot of people just... Go for the power supply a little bit later, and, and you know right. for that extra. Yeah, it has been seeming that a little it's bit about extra. Three to six months later, people get the uh, power man yeah. <laughs> after getting a formula. It on. seems to be lately. It's been fifty-fifty. Like I've been finding people are just ordering it. Yeah. Some people order it the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's how. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? The hell with it. <laughs> that's what it seems like. Yeah. You know, I'll just get the damn thing. Have seen it the you know? next day. Because I know? get it. You know, you're thinking about it. It's like, well, I can always get it any time, and you're like, oh, I'll just get it. Well, actually, one one person ordered it the next day but they didn't even get the amp yet and they ordered it the next day yeah it was to being shipped to them still so. right well that's kind of what i mean by next yeah. day they didn't even see the tracks yeah. <laughs> but yeah but it goes it's so we got we got a gamut but bottom line is that that's the go-to amp for the 1266 in the solid state for sure yep you know and i don't really know of any tube amps in that price range that have enough power i mean there is a there, 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 you know people have used the the woo wa5 too for a tube kit if you're into the 300b type of sound mm. Um, but I think for 1266, we've been just preferring, most people have been preferring solid state. I think because part of it is they well, didn't want to heat their room up with well, it. Well, that's part of it. And just power I mean, it is what it is if you go to tubes, but you know, yeah. And, and, and it is, it's a big unit. You're talking a two piece chassis, so it takes up significant real estate. Well, you got a place to too, put yeah, it. With the tubes and everything. Yeah. You can't put it it's underneath cool. things. I think it's worth it for the money, but yeah. But people, yeah, if you have a place to put it, yeah. yeah. But so far, we've been pretty fortunate to, most people seem to just love the solid state and, and the ease of it where it's plug and play. You don't have to worry about upgrading tubes. It things. does a great yeah, job. No, yeah. no temptation for tube rolling yeah right you don't have to worry <laughs> about it yeah once it warms up you just set it and leave it yeah you know it's good to go now we yeah. need a DAC for this package yeah we do so it's gonna be the same the sagra yep it's pretty much a go-to yep yeah if you want good sound or an affordable well, comparatively affordable price it's a really good option yeah now we've had people go higher and you know we've mm-hmm. had people run that have core daves that put the 11 audio formula as a as a nice buffer type amplifier outside mm-hmm. the corridor so the, you know you get into the teens 15 grand range for a DAC and uh you know and they're still putting a good amp on it on, on in the end because it just tends to fill out the sound a bit more and just has a better match to the headphone you know so we've seen that but yeah in the end though this combination that we have on the table here actually is the sagra and the 11 audio formulas yeah i top, think top overall shelf. for like a really high-end setup it's mm-hmm. comparatively value oriented sort of it's 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 not crazy pricing but it's a very good performance so compared to spending fifteen thousand dollars on amp it, it does a great job at a 
price point that's semi-attainable? Well, again, and, and the electronics are around a similar price point to the headphone. Yeah. Right. Kind of like we did with the other one. So it's, yeah. right. it, it's, there is some logic in it. It's a good balance. It, you know, yeah. And it's just kind of the way things work in this world nowadays is, uh, you know, is there, you need balance. <laughs> well, it's helpful. Yeah, it sure, yeah. certainly is. But if we want to move totally outside of the realm of feasibility and mm-hmm. just straight into the stratosphere. Yeah. Well, not, well, not quite the stratosphere. You can go. Right. It's I mean, not $784,000 yeah, right. or something, yeah. but it's quite pricey for like a headphone turntable that uh, Michael Fremer just reviewed. Oh, yeah. Now that, yeah. What the hell is that like called? Air Force One. Air Force One. Yeah. It was half a million dollars. Half a million. Steep. Yeah. yeah. And then another quarter mil, like for what? The stand? No, well, he had an HRS stand. In, Did in it come review. with it? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, HRS made a custom stand for it's it. Something, yeah. Yeah. Harmonic resolution systems. A They're local, local here yeah. in Buffalo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike. Mike. Mike owns the joint. He's the engineer. He's he's. Yeah, good. they're nice. They make nice shit. It's mm-hmm. it's expensive. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, hell, if you got a half a million dollar turntable. Yeah, yeah. Why anyway, not? Yeah. anyway, that'll make this look yeah, relatively yeah, inexpensive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's so, like oh, it doesn't come with a tone arm. You still need a cartridge. Yeah, or, right. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty thirty grand on a cartridge. Well, I don't think. Well, you need that. more than one cartridge. So yeah, you know, yeah. Doesn't it have like two tone arms? You can get an optional second. There you go. So you can run it on. Yeah. You know, depending on which record you're playing, you could it's change. Like thirty thousand dollars for your second <laughs> tone arm. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's crazy, crazy money for a turntable. But it is a one hell of a cool design, man. God, you mentioned what it takes to make one of those. Mm. The parts count on that is nuts. Anyway, uh, beautiful. That's beautiful machinery. At there, you're paying for you're paying for artwork at that point. You know. And as well, at the price as well, it should be artwork. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but anyway, back to the back to the uh, our flagship twelve sixty six system. So twelve sixty six. Now we're going to go up a notch to our twelve sixty six complete, mm-hmm. and that basically raises the bar on the. It, it adds a handmade cable, uh, which really helps the twelve sixty six to be even more resolved, more flushed out, um, beautiful interface to a really good amp. And since we're at that level with the headphone and the cable, what the hell? We might as well do the biggest tube, one of the largest tube amps uh, made in U.S., well, largest, assembled in USA that we're aware of. Largest headphone tube amps. Oh, yeah, largest yeah. headphone yeah. tube amps. I mean, you yeah. yes. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we have some 250-watt mono yeah. amps out there from Rogue, if anyone wants to set them. Those are big. Like eight output tubes per amp or something. Something like, like that, that yeah. <laughs> They weigh about 150 pounds an amp. Mm. Anyway, um, back to this again. We keep going back to uh, we keep Wii going to two channel. Sorry, it's my fault. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're right. Uh, anyway, yes. So the complete the 1266 complete headphone upgrade cable, and we're gonna go with the tube amp, the WA33, the Wu Audio mm-hmm. WA33. That had a pretty stellar recommendation from us in the headphone amp tier list. It's a yeah. great piece. Does a great job. A little on the high end price point side. Yeah, but um, starting at eight grand and going up to yeah. probably eighteen, depending on tubes. Yeah. We would stuff. recommend the JPS edition variant in this configuration. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the sweet spot of config, and um, for this price point, I think it's the one that makes sense most. It's right. It's right in the middle. Uh, it's it's wired with our uh, wiring so that it has a similar. Uh, coherency compared you know, relative to the headphone, the headphone cabling, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, upgraded KR audio tubes in it, um, which we import. We actually had the tubes made specifically for us for this for our application. Mm-hmm. I worked with KR with materials and stuff like that. And we got we got a we got a tube that was made for this application. So it's it's kind of really cool to be able to control the environment in that to that level. 
you know, where the WA33 woo designed for the 1266. And of course, it'll work with well, yeah, anything, any flagship. Yeah. It has gain settings. It has multiple inputs. It'll run balanced RCA. It is a fully balanced 2A3 design, so mm -hmm. you do want to run balanced in to get the best out of it. But that that amp is cool. I have it at home. I love it. It's my favorite amp to use with the 1266 when I am really when I want to like crank some ACDC or something. Oh. <laughs> okay, I don't always listen to that, but I'm just saying, you know, it's got, it's got like gobs of power, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, at the show, everybody that hears it, they're like, "This is a gr excellent pairing. It's the yeah. best I've heard the 1266," and we tend to agree. Yeah, it's been out there for a good few years now, so it's got it's got a track record. You don't hear a lot of negativity with that combo. No, it's solid. Bottom line, it's probably the best tube amp. You know, we've heard some other amps from other countries and stuff that come and go, but all around, it's difficult to beat the W33 at the price point. Mm -hmm. Really difficult, you know. And this seems like a good place to slide in the DCS Bartok. That's oh, yes. a the DAC, the wonderful source. DAC, and we like it. Unfortunately, it's a little out of the range of affordability for most. But if you're really going for it, it's a great piece. It does a great job. And so that's probably the next evolution above something like the 11 Audio Sagradoc. Yeah, I also have the, the DCS Bartok at home. And uh, it's actually, I can swap between sources and amps. So it's real easy for me to do, you know. So I run, I, currently I think I have the DCS hooked up to the WA33. Yes, you do. Of course I do. What, yeah. what else would I do? <laughs> So obviously I'm running top shelf inter or top shelf JPS interconnects and stuff through this. Um, probably got an Illuminata power cord on the damn thing because mm -hmm. that's kind of what I set that up. I set up the WA33 when we were doing it with the KR tubes and our wiring. I found that the nice thing about it is you could step up through really high end AC cables on that and never really take the amp too far over the top in terms of brightness, resolution, what have you. It just gets clearer, cleaner more resolved, but never really gets annoying at all. So I, I love being able to do that. And customers could do that too. You could start at the baseline and then move, move up. And, you know, customers could even do that with the amp. They could buy the base, basic amp and then get the tubes later, stuff like that. You can't upgrade the internal wiring so feasibly. That's a little difficult. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, but yeah. it's not yeah, recommended. Yeah, it's a project. Yeah, 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 not yeah, tearing it all out. There's a lot There's of a wiring. Lot of wiring. A lot yeah. of wiring. <laughs> but, on the, but the bar talk combined with the tubes, fantastic. And when you get to this level two, you should also we should also discuss cabling. You've got really got to start paying attention to the the interconnect. Oh, interconnect the yeah, power cords. Say, yeah. You already have the upgrade here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, the actual you know connecting the DAC to the mm -hmm. to the amplifier. You really got to start getting to the. You, you start talking. You might as well throw a couple grand at the cables too. You, you're really going to need that's that, you know, that's that's where you need to be for this stuff. So you got to pay attention to that. And of course, if you if you contact us, we can recommend. What, where to go on that, because it just depends. A lot of people have that already. A lot of people well, yeah, the have better cords. In fact, these products don't even come with power cords. I yeah. think the WA33, they put like a standard cord in there, I think, like a black a black beauty. I'm not sure. It might. I don't even the know. The 11 audio stuff, we don't, it just doesn't yeah, come with power cords. A lot of high-end stuff yeah. doesn't come with power yeah. cords. Yeah, so. everybody always seems to have something laying around. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you either order like, you know, a $10 black power cord with an IEC plug on and one of the reasons, too, is we're dealing with all these different countries. Everyone's got different plug styles, so kind of leave it up to, 
you to decide what plug. Some people are in Australia, but they're using uh, U.S. Uh, line conditioners with U.S. plugs. Yeah, Everyone's sure. got yeah. a mixed yeah. bag. Yeah. So, you know, we're just like, it's easier just if you, you pick the cord you want to use on it. And a lot of people have upgraded cables anyway. And you could get the Bartok with its own built-in with the amp or amp, not an amp. It's which, a pretty good headphone amp for yeah, a DAC. It actually is very good. Yeah. yeah. Really good. And it uh, will power the 1266. It yep. will. We've had a couple of people I see comment that have it. And they're like, well, I still perform more power than what's coming out of the bar talk. But it, it plays. Well, everybody I've seen that has a 1266 and a bar talk always has a WA33, it seems. Yeah. I just saw someone else that had one the other day. I'm like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. It's yeah. a very popular combination. Yeah. Probably in part that we've t- because we've talked about both of these things before. And it, yeah. we do consider it to be some of the best electronics you can buy for that headphone. You know, period. Oh, it's spectacular. Period. Yeah, no doubt. It's a great combination. So, it's pretty hard to have someone listen to that and go, meh. Yeah. I don't know about that. It's agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to really hate tubes. <laughs> yep. You know? You, in other words, you're coming up front looking at, I don't even want tubes, you know, so don't bother putting put in front well, of some me. Some people do say that. Until you hear it. Well, that could be. Uh, and then you realize, well, this ain't as tubey as I thought it was. <laughs> it's more solid state than it is tubes. Yeah, I'm not uh, a big tube know? guy, but that's a great combination. Yeah. So that's the way to go would be the uh, the the um the Bartok deck, the um Woo Audio W33, the JPS edition, which we I believe we only have it on our website. Um Woo has other variations on their website. And of course the the A B twelve sixty six T C complete mm-hmm. top shelf. Yeah. All you need is package. all you need is music. And a few dollars. Yeah, and a few dollars. Well, yeah. yeah, and a and a good good line of credit. <laughs> well, <laughs> or cash. Yeah, well, cash works too. Yeah. Although most people most people can't send that to buy things with you know. Well, you put in a FedEx envelope. Yeah, you yeah. could. That's a stack it's, of cash. It's not recommended. No, nah, that'd be. A, I think someone yeah. would figure out what's in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got the maybe a box. Squishy, squishy feel. Just send gold coin. Well, that'd be heavy. Yeah. Bitcoin. 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 Yeah. 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 I don't think anyone takes Bitcoin in audio. Probably. There's got to be some people Probably. out there. There's some interesting I guess you give someone a call, they'll figure it out. What's a Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. You'd have to help me with that if someone wanted to pay Bitcoin because oh I have no idea how to uh-huh. use that stuff. Okay. So that's our tier list, people, for um, our products. And, um, you know, hope that helps. And by all means, you can always email us or call us yep. um, if you have any specific questions and want us to help you assemble an even more stellar system. Mm. So on that... Thank you, everyone, for watching. Keep in mind, please subscribe to us because we got more stuff coming. Um, remember, abyssstore.com. You can get pillows like this behind me and uh, mugs and other things. We got some cool merch there on abyssstore.com. And don't forget, too, that if you don't have a chance to watch a video screen somewhere for YouTube, you can catch our podcasts. We have podcasts on every major service, Apple. In fact, all you got to do is go, hey, Siri. Play me top-of-the-line podcast, and you'll listen to us. I think it starts with the latest episode of Works Backwards. Something like that. Yeah, depends on what you Depends on the platform. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, everyone. Take care.